So welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. It's episode 297. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Hello. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Thank you. And as the first episode, I was going to say 2021, but it's not 2021 anymore. It's 2022 <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, and, and almost starting our year as we finished it with, uh, with Adam. Hello. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year, and welcome back. For for, for us, you were on the last episode, but for the listeners, there's a little one, in, little long episode in between. Uh, just, just, a, just a small episode. Just a small one. Well, you know, we, we chat about a couple of things, you know, some games from last year. Not many. Um, but as we do, I think as we have done almost every uh, year we've been going for the last what, six years, um, or maybe, maybe first episode of the year for the last six years we have a chat about things we're looking forward to for the coming year games we're looking forward to that may or may not come out uh, in in this coming year i think with covid uh, everything is up in the air unless unless it's actually been released you you never know at the moment yeah. uh, but we'll be talking about you know other stuff things that we've been playing things we've been watching things we've been doing uh, and we're going to be opening some beers so we'll do that first lucy are you drinking this week mm-hmm. what have you got i am i'm drinking a beer i got for christmas from one of my aunts uh it is from limestone brewery who i haven't had before um, no i haven't no they are up in staffordshire um Gives a little bit of background on the bottle. Uh, Limestone Brewery, as is a small independent brewery in Stone, Staffordshire, a town with a long and proud history of brewing proper beer. The Limestone Brewer uses only the finest ingredients and his years of experience to present this beer for your enjoyment. Uh, This particular one, because I think I got, I think it was free IPAs that I got in the Mm -hmm. pack, um, or just, you know, normal pails or ales and stuff like that so um this one is 4.2 percent and it's brewed with uh english traditional hoppy ale uh, that's what it is and it's brewed with maris otter malt and olicana hops um okay olicana hops mm. that must be a british one i've never heard of so yeah interesting but yeah big 500 Oh, um, nice. bottles, which is mm. always nice. Perfect. But yeah, Good. this is the new one for me, so interested to try it. Excellent. Um, I am staying very local this week. Um, first, going with um, a new Amber Ale from Wiper and True uh, called Murmurations. Uh, <laughs> I know, Lucy, both of us had, but you had on the podcast, the, um, like the bready Amber Ale, didn't you? at some point in the last couple of months yes. towards the yes. end of last year um, so I think this is just the next one in the series from them uh, it is 4.8% it says a fresh vibrant amarel plentiful rye malts provide a complex peppery base that's adorned beautifully by the floral tropical flavours of Amarillo hops one of our favourite varieties so it's got does it tell me all the rest of the bits I don't think it does I think it's got me allergens, but it just tells me in the flavour text, Amarillo hops. Don't know if there's anything else in there, but we shall see. Uh, Hopefully, 
unlike I think the last episode where beer went everywhere on our first beers and just almost all of us spilled everywhere. Hopefully, we'll be a little more delicate uh, this week. And before we come back to your beer, Lucy, Adam, what are you what are you drinking this evening? You on the you on the old Pepsi? Yeah, just on the Pepsi as usual. Nice. Not, not chasing it down <laughs> with anything this week on a, a you no. know random middle of the week school night. No, I'm avoiding that because I, I need to keep myself awake. <laughs> uh, I'm very tired. I'm very tired. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us because we know Absolutely. you tagged in um, yeah. at the last second because I don't oh, know if yeah. we it mentioned that Adil's in here. Canada. Yeah. Did we mention that uh, deals in Canada? I don't know. He's not here. <laughs> He's always he's in, in bloody Canadian. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's barely there at all. I'm very, very yeah. glad he's able to go back and see his family. <laughs> um, Lucy, we'll come back mm. round to you then for limestone. Yeah. Wow, that's it clear. Is. Yeah, clear as clear as day. It's yeah, completely transparent. Um, yeah, it's got a very, very thin white head, but it is very, mm, I guess, copper, amber, mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, it, you know, coloured, but, um, yeah, like a bit of carbonation running up the glass right now, but yeah, th- that head just dissipated so quickly. Mm. But yeah, it, you can smell the English hops on this, and the, and the English malt, so, yeah, very, very malty. Like bready, mm-hmm. slight caramel, very Moorish kind of aroma to it. Well, they called it, yeah. was it, was it a hoppy traditional ale? I believe they did. You have a better memory than me, yeah. Traditional mm. hoppy ale. Nice, nice. So hopefully it's, it's you yeah. know, whilst it's got a foot in a little bit more of a, a traditional beer, hopefully it does pack a bit of a punch. Yeah, yeah, you, it does. You, it does have some hops in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at it, you just think, "Oh, yeah, that's just like traditional English ale. It's going to be boring. It's going to be flat. It's going to be something that you get down at the pub. You know, you're yeah. old, the old pub, and it's like, yeah." But no, definitely some hops in there. Nice, giving it a slight bit of citrusiness. Yeah, citrus notes, but mm, a bit lemony. Also smells a bit lemony on the aroma. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's more malt forward than anything else. Mm. Even with it being a hoppy ale. Yeah. Mm. The, I mean, the hops are there. You can tell they're there. It's, I mean, they give a bit of freshness. I think I think the bitterness, um, purely just the bitterness, like you can tell there's like hops in this because mm-hmm. it is you know leaning over to the more bitter side. If if you're not a fan of more bitter beers, then this might be edging a bit too close to the dark side for okay. you. But yeah, it's it's nice, and it doesn't have that like kind of you know. I mean, it, it's very malt forward, but it doesn't have that you know kind of metallic tinny kind of taste to it. It, mm. it. it feels it feels fresh. It feels and you know that's owing to the hops as well. It's like it feels fresh. It feels. It's very refreshing. It's very crisp, um, it's, even though, like you know, not too much carbonation going, you know, in the glass at this point. Mm-hmm. It's it's still very crisp and refreshing. Nice. Yeah, and it's really easy. It's really it's really smooth. 
I mean, for someone, as I say, for someone who, you know, you don't like your bitter beers, you'd probably be, you know, supping on it slowly. But for me, who likes bitterness mm -hmm. and, you know, isn't afraid of more, you know, slightly more bitter beers, it's, it, it's really easy drinking, like, it's 500 mil. And I was like, oh, this might last me for the night, but actually... <laughs> <laughs> Might have to get the second beer in the fridge, but um, it's yeah, it's it, it's nice. It's, I mean, you, you look at it and you just think, oh god, it's not going to be a Marston's Hobgoblin, is it? <laughs> and it's like, not at all. It's it's it, it's really good. It's like I think this is the year. Like our, our friend points of brew, you know, he was uh, saying how he's very into his American beers at, at mm -hmm. the moment, and it's like. Yeah, that was me last year, but I think, you know, towards the end of last year, I was like, mm, I'm kind of in the mood for just like some traditional English beers, you know? I think we, I've gone completely full circle. Like the winter, end the up winter kicks dog. in. It's, oh, jeez. <laughs> you're, not, you're not going that far. You're not going that far. We won't let you, Lucy. Um, but yeah, the, the winter kicks in. It gets a little bit colder in the UK. And sort of, and I know, you know, where a lot of these, um, you know, bigger and sort of more modern U.S. breweries being in like New York um, and, and the state of and, you know, around that kind of area. Again, they get a similar kind of climate to the U.K. So yeah, it does get very cold in those sorts of places. Yeah. But something does call to you, doesn't it, here? You go into the, yeah. you go into a pub and there is something about not, warm beer by any stretch but something that is that little bit lighter that that does okay. just have a, a, a little less carbonation a little more of a delicate flavor to it yeah absolutely and like this is it kind of reminds me of like it tastes like apples i don't know if it's like not not in a i think i think i had a beer that genuinely had apples yes. a few weeks ago yeah. and i didn't like it but this this feels like you're walking through like a fresh orchard and it's like they've just picked <laughs> apples off the tree and just dunked it in there a bit of flavor it's, it just feels so fresh and yeah that's hard to get um but yeah it's 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 the year of uh, english beer i guess for me <laughs> That's fair. That's Traditional fair. I mean, English beer. I'm probably yeah. not that far off with this uh, with this Wiper and True mm. being a, being an amber ale. I know with it being Wiper and True, I imagine it's going to be uh, maybe a little bit more of a modern take on an amber ale. But it's mm -hmm. it's it, I mean it's it's amber. It's a lovely amber color. Um, it's a little murky. You can sort of see my finger uh, in the pond underneath the uh, yeah. underneath the murk, just there. But it, it, it had a huge head, you know, I was sort of half the glass when I poured it in, but that dissipated quite quickly. It's left something quite nice, a little, little white, slight hint of brown to the uh, to the head as well. But that nose is lovely. It's mm. big. It's very sweet. You can you can already get that rye coming in yeah. on, the, on that nose. And that kind of dominates. It gives us this, this slight smoky flavour to it as well. Mm. Yeah, I found, like, you know, when I was shopping around for, like, beers that I was going to have over Christmas, that I was just looking at, you know, I need, I want some more traditional styles. I'm sick of just IPA mm. and Libra, like, you know, Amber Ales, like, Blonde Ales, you know, traditional English Ales. It's like, yeah, 
I, I, I fully swung that around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I think as I mentioned, because was it in the last, or not the last episode, but the one before that, I drank a couple of beers from Good Chemistry and picked up a big box mm. from them to drink kind of over the, you know, over the Christmas period with um, with my mum's partner, who very much leans into his more traditional ales. Yeah. You know, I have absolutely no doubt the beer you've got now would be, you know, exactly for him. Um, but a lot of the good chemistry bits he absolutely nailed and just really Mm -hmm. liked you know we shared a lot of them and there was a lot of pales a lot of ipas but again good chemistry lean more into that sort of slightly more trad side um, but very modern takes on um, more traditional sort of styles definitely Uh, it's absolutely possible for yeah you know all these brewers because you know they're so talented in what they do yeah that they can lean into that more so absolutely hopefully there's a just a general shift in that direction like you know maybe we should be looking at you know more sustainable ways hmm. especially for like brexit and you know i mean covid's just messed up everything just to yeah lean into more you know english hops and you know yeah who knows who knows mm. but... so this this wiper and true it's really good Mm-hmm. Um, it does instantly have that little floral note coming. I think it's it's almost what I was what I was getting off the nose. That sweetness has a maybe a hint of bitterness, which was giving me that sort of smokiness. But I think it's that floral f- initial flavour to it, which is kind of mixed yeah. in that nose there somewhere as well, which is kind of coming through slightly sort of perfumed. It, it does have a little bit of orange to that that taste as well. And I know it said sort of tropical flavours, but getting sort of a lot of a lot of orange, a lot of citrus from this as well. Uh, maybe some, it's not quite mango, it's something a little bit duller and not quite as sweet um, uh, as mango, but there is something just in there as well, backing up that sort of, that that orange, that peppery floral base that it's got to it. But those rye malts definitely give it that kind of slightly smoky sweetness as well which leans yeah. then into a bitterness towards the end um, nice. it's not big it's not a big bitter beer it's only 4.8 percent as well on the abv so everything in this is quite light but it's all very easy very manageable you know it, this isn't one where you sup it and it's so bitter you kind of sit there and think or oh, give this some time even if it dries you out and that bitterness mm-hmm. leaves. this is nice and soft it's very very easy very easy just to go back into it straight away and refresh completely um, even again even though it, this isn't a, a dry beer um, mm-hmm. it does just call calls to me to just keep drinking it so I think we're going to be well, that's what why and Chew do so well they just make things so have so much depth yeah absolutely so much subtlety at mm. the same time it's just such a good balance and yeah like I I I remember like years ago when it's like, you know, when we used to go to, you know, my beer shop, my, my regular. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm sick of Wiper and True or something else. You know, I'm sick of Colonel. They're always here, and it's like, what is that last time when I went to the beer shop? Buy? Yeah, I'm gonna pick up some Wiper and True. <laughs> you know, some Colonel. It's just like, yeah, they just do. It, simple things and mm. do it so well they do um just immaculately so yeah 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 just roll uh, where back are the rye beers it? gone yeah 
don't know. We used to get loads of red beer, red rye yeah. sort of animals and things as well. Mm. Missed missed all of those in the um, in the autumn and the, the early winter mm-hmm. when you sort of expect to see them. Maybe just not looking in the right places, Lucy. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they're out there. Po- quite possibly. It, yeah. I mean, listener, if you've been drinking red rye ales or any rye ales, let us know. Let us know what you've been drinking and mm. we can uh, see if we can get some as well, mm. which would be really good. Because... Because old limestone here have been uh, brewing since 2008, so oh, wow. first time I've even heard of them. Mm. So, yeah, it's just me. I'm looking in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking I'm in America at the containers. <laughs> <laughs> just full, full of beer. That's it. It's the only thing being shipped out at the moment. But probably isn't, to be fair. Um, good. Let's enjoy these beers and let's kick into. Uh, what we've been playing over the last sort of few weeks. Adam, as you've, again, you know, you, you sit very patiently whilst we're sat here <laughs> chatting about... I was wondering if he was asleep, and I was like, should I, like, message no, no. him? <laughs> I, I was very professionally taking that opportunity to yeah. have a look through the Wikipedia for what games are coming out this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I could take, take a note Perfect. of some of them. Perfect, good. <laughs> so I should have prepared earlier and... Uh, just sat and did nothing <laughs> that's all right that's yeah. fine that's, that's like we it's how we like it here we fly by the yes. seat of our pants every single episode yeah. Ad lib. Yeah. did, it, did anyone go. play a game yeah 20 minutes ago let's talk about that <laughs> i launched it on steam and there i played it yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so over christmas and new year i went back to playing a bit of elite dangerous for a wee oh while. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, just been milling about in, in that game pretty much. No, not really done anything in particular, but uh, apart from kind of exploring about and doing some like uh, you get like passenger missions that take you out to you know, like sightseeing spots in the you know in the galaxy. Some sightseeing like, spots. Yeah, so some of them are like uh, just interesting looking like systems like. Okay. Uh, you know, like binary systems with two stars and mm. stuff like that. And some of them are tied to like the the history within the universe of events. So mm. you go to places where, and this is the place where this happened, or the treaty was signed here, and it meant this, or you know that right. sort of stuff. Like like points yeah. of interest and, and vistas yeah. and things that they put yeah. some extra time into, kind of the aesthetic uh, and visuals of perhaps. Yeah, the the uh, yeah, some of them not so much, <laughs> uh, but, but some of them definitely. Uh, well, not so, everything is a work yeah. of art, is it? <laughs> uh, but it's, it's one of them. Some of them are quite well known, like by people who play that they come across them. Like there's one where you the, the you actually see the planet orbiting round. It's the moon orbiting round one of the planets, and it goes like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, in front of you normally it's obviously it's very slow and like mm-hmm. you, as you return to systems over time you realize obviously that everything moves round and stuff uh, but this one you can yeah. actually sit and watch go round and round very quickly because it, it orbits so fast the waves on the planet yeah. just like fucking massive yeah. everywhere it's, just... <laughs> it, it's it's a fascinating game really dangerous like i remember when you you came on adam that was it last year it might be yeah. even earlier i was just fascinated yeah. by it and like it's like the outer wilds but bigger <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's one-to-one scale 
uh, mm. Milky Way. So there's, there's over a billion star setting star systems in it. I think that last year the last figure they put out for system visited is like five percent or something like that. It's ridiculously Jeez. small. Uh, and you know they, <laughs> they they feed like real scientific data into it and all that to make mm. it as kind of obviously with some tweaks here and there for yeah for the sake of the stuff that's going on in the game but it does crop up occasionally like uh, uh, like there was the new story ages ago about like the Trappist system yeah I can't remember why it came up but are there monks in space brewing galactic <laughs> beers I need oh, to play this <laughs> oh my memory's so terrible I can't remember why it came up but Mm. They discovered like a load of like exoplanets in that system, and in, in the mm. real world, and they looked and checked in the game, and it had basically the same layout <laughs> because the modeler predicted it so well. That's nuts. <laughs> so the, all they had to really do was go in and game? change the names <laughs> to, to update it to like the ones that are here now. Is um, Jeff Bezos in this game? Is <laughs> uh, spaceship? Yeah. Is giant cock just flying up into space? <laughs> just... <laughs> he is a giant cock. Yeah. He's literally he looks like yeah. a giant cock. <laughs> uh, no, fortunately, it's far enough away that even he is dead. <laughs> long, long dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I might need yeah. to play this game. Sounds like a yeah, so nice place. Three thousand three hundred and eight. I want to say <laughs> in the game. Have you like um, a bit of time? Have you lent much more into the um, like the extra stuff that came out with Odyssey? Uh, not a huge amount, just because, uh, well, as I said, I was kind of doing just the passenger missions mm. to, to mill about, so I didn't really require much of that stuff, but I did stop in a few places just to have a wee wander about, yeah. and certainly in the, the parts that I've played, you know, you can tell that the updates have made a difference, uh, you know, since, since it came out and what. Mm-hmm. January last year, it was ne- nearly a year. It's had like nine big updates since then. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, you can see there's definitely been plenty of improvement made in that front compared to where it started off. So, I, I, you know, I probably should have actually tried some of the new stuff, but it's <laughs> it's quite typical that I just kind of go back and go. I'll just go back and do the thing I usually do. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that's the same for lots of people who play. You know these kind of bigger games or, or MMOs and things. You know, there's loads of yeah. patches, loads of stuff that goes on. And you're like, just go and do some fishing. Yeah, it's, it's the same. Yeah. Just well, just fish for a bit. You can. There are people that kind of like straight up role play in it. It's like yeah. truckers and stuff, and do all that kind of thing. The, there's like communities in the game, like uh, like groups, like the they're called the the fuel rats. So you you can get yourself stuck. In places where you can't refuel because there's no systems to land in, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't have one of the uh, a fuel scoop attached to your ship, and then you won't be able to jump anywhere because you've run out of fuel, and they'll come rescue you. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually like you can actually contact them in the real world and have them come get you, and then That's nuts. You, uh, you know, and save you. And the the fact that the game sort of like fully supports that and kind of leans into it a little bit really helps. Yeah, that's just a bunch of players deciding that they were fed up being stuck in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, 
you know, and deciding to kind of organise and offer up a service to people who do end up. They unionise. Yeah, because when I did that back when I started playing when it first launched, you just had to self-destruct <laughs> and, <laughs> and suck it up <laughs> because there was nothing you could do. <laughs> and now it's future armour. You're a space yeah, trucker. Yeah, and now you can mm. call people to come save you like the AA. <laughs> But for space, screw mm-hmm. <laughs> What a wonderful game! Nice, nice. Um, have, you, have you played much else over the no, winter that's, break? That's been that's been the majority of it. Yeah, boot that up and spend uh, probably twice as long as I planned playing it because that's just what happens. Uh, and then turn it off and do something else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's kind of all I've really played since I was last on. Yeah. yeah before Christmas. Yeah, that's fair. I, these, the winter sort of break is an odd kind of time these days. You know, as a as a kid, you kind of just have a couple of weeks off school and just play everything. As a, you know, just sit around like, right, I might, you know, you may have got a game for Christmas or as a gift or something like that. And it's like, right, we'll play that and then we'll play this and then we'll do this and then we'll and just bounce all over the place. And I've found, actually, I, I've not put a huge amount of time into gaming over the last couple of weeks because yeah. there's so much other stuff to do um yeah. you know uh, so uh, again i kind of like played a little bit of a couple of games mm-hmm. um one of which was blasphemous which, which i know Lucy, also you also yes yeah uh, i didn't this is completely irrespective of you playing it. I had no idea that you were playing. I didn't even know that you would port it when you were, you know, um, knowing whether you mm. should buy it or not. So, but yeah, I, I, I was like, um, I was playing another game that I got a code for and bounced off it pretty quick, and um, and then I played a another game that I got a code for and adored it and that got nice. me back into like playing the Switch because uh, yeah, I'm kind of sick of that console it's so <laughs> you know like slow and old now but um and yeah I picked up Blasphemous because I bought that on sale earlier this year um mm. how come no one told me it's Castlevania <laughs> like straight up I mean I, I knew of it and a little bit about it but I didn't know it was so Castlevania to a T, and yep. I, I'm loving it. It's like all I want to play now. So, how are you getting on? With it? <laughs> um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I was just going back to see when it came out, 2019. Um, yeah, this release, right. September 2019, so two and a bit kind of uh, years old now. I know the version that I picked up um, is kind of not necessarily a complete version but it's also uh they've also brought out loads of free dlc for it so i yeah. think i think the version picking it up now you will get everything that that, that the game has to offer you um but i'm enjoying it uh, it it's it's hard in certain places um and it's again it's one of those kind of metroidvania games where it's not about exact precision but it's very easy to fall foul of the environment or enemies if you're not paying attention 
It's got the Castlevania bullshit yep, where absolutely. something will knock you into a pit of spikes, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of away from the sort of the play side of it. I'm loving the tone and the aesthetic. Like it's super religious. It is like insanely so, and it, it, it's so hilarious because I'm I'm playing it on Switch. And I remember the time where it was like, we're Nintendo. We don't allow religious, um, you know, evo- yeah, <laughs> religious symbolism on our platform. And it's like, yes, you do. <laughs> now you do, especially just not in our first party games. Um, yeah, it's just just hilarious how we've come full circle. Because yeah, this, this is very um, <laughs> blasphemous. <laughs> oh, a- absolutely, it does feel like one of like an early Steam game. That mm. would be kind of the only place it is. But I'm playing it on PS4. It, it, blasphemous oh, okay. is available on pretty much everything. Um, I don't know if there's a mobile version. There might be, mm. um, but it, it's kind of it, it really leans into those. Um, kind of and i would imagine the team again it's a spanish team i think yeah because um, they had um the games i played from them before were like point and click pixel art point and click mm-hmm. adventure games and that was all set around like this very weird religious occultist okay. you know kind of mystery so it was like when i knew when i realized it was the same developer i was like yeah that makes sense <laughs> It's just it's like all, they're already heading in that direction. It's all like the brutal and darker side of stuff. So all of the enemies are kind of that you know one of the early enemies is this kind of woman with a st- holding a stone cross which she'll try and heave at you to smash you. And then you go along and there's just like a cardinal on a floating chair trying to <laughs> stab you with a big spear. And the absolutely ridiculous Kind of iconography in a lot yeah. of the even just the environments and the backgrounds let alone the things that you come across this woman you know one point i think i upgraded my health because i found this woman who was just floating in this room who had six swords stabbed yeah. down her and she's like here have a sword it's like yeah my health's increased brilliant yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it really leans into all of this and one of the things that really sells that is the what at first sounds like incredibly bad voice acting but he's actually oh did you oh i should do because i remember reading a an article when someone said just put it in spanish and it's like okay yeah oh that (laughs) i bet that sounds so much better but it's it's not necessarily (laughs) and it's not necessarily the 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 english voice acting is poor it's -hmm. that they've tried to record it in a way which makes it sound not even throwback to sort of the retro aesthetic that it's got it almost it's kind of like someone's like oh no i'm speaking from all the way over you know like fucking miles away talking to you from miles away and everyone's all very softly spoken it's like yeah. hello penitent one i'm glad no, you've taken no. this stick out of my ass change it to spanish and, and they're like a few times Los pala, brasta, <laughs> and they're like that's what i speaking. want that's what i want <laughs> and we're like to, the brutal to... <laughs> fucking you know yeah oh yeah like... change it to spanish because um i remember reading a article i think it was patrick clefick from vice uh waypoint um ages ago um where uh, I know that he really liked the game, and mm. I think he interviewed the 
developers just about the voice acting and just like how you know it just makes more sense in the context of like you know the you know very spanish inspired like kind of of that region mm. like religious you know ceremonies and processions like it's like whenever i watch like i don't know a cooking show and they go over to spain and it's like around easter and they have like this massive ceremony and you're like there's some weird you know don't want to be offensive but it's like there's some weird stuff going on here it's like you know you know barbs around people's heads and stuff like this and it's just i mean religion is weird anyway let's be honest like yeah i mean you read the bible and it's just like it's this it's gnarly and it's just like you know there's people stoning each other in lion's dens and it's like you know and it's just yeah and you just look at this stuff and it's just like what what is all this imagery that there's so many i mean things were dark back then it's like mm. a lot of dark things happen to people a lot of bad things happen to people it's like how can we you know justify it how can we make sense of it and it's like yes people <laughs> created these stories and it's like okay this is why this bad thing in any mythology greek mythology norse mythology whatever and it's like it, it just it, you read the lore in this game and it's just like i don't know what's happening or going on or how like i'm not a religious person i'm not catholic and it's like i don't know what this means and it's like i'm not catholic from that region but it's like still so interesting to read so i can only imagine if you're from like you know i i, I don't know this game where this game was developed but it's like if you're from that region and like deeply religious it must be like such a good trip just to like <laughs> see all this and just like have a different you know very blasphemous and sacrilegious take on all of it mm. but yeah it's it's fascinating it I, I i i love that aspect of it how it's just weird and dark completely you know? it, it, it's one of those games i think which you know you could you can uh, um in terms of kind of like how it tells its story and and that sort of stuff, I would imagine that tons of people have lent into being like, oh, it's like Dark Souls. I mean, yeah, sort of. But I yeah, love yeah, that you can like kind of story. look at the lore of all of these items and things as well. That it, it gives you this little snapshot of stuff, and then you can press triangle on PlayStation. It will bring up you know a bigger explanation about just what a collectible item is like the first four collectibles you can find as just just collectibles not stuff that you know you can attach to your sword or put in a rosary bead and gives you extra sort of things but just the collectibles like the first four are just cocks and it's just like the phallus <laughs> of the graveyard keeper yeah. like brilliant okay just i'm just out here collecting cocks as i walk around this like spanish town uh, yeah. it does change it, it suddenly becomes like a spine or you know, like an ear or the some shit like that. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 wonderful in how weird it is. But yeah, this is like such a step up. This is like they were the naughty kids in church school, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just they've just leaned into it so much, and it just makes for such a unique and you know, honestly fascinating setting. Mm. And yeah, they're leaning into it all the way. It's so good. Um, but yeah, it, it's just pure Castlevania. Um, yes, it's got, um, you know, the kind of, you know, what we think of like a Metroidvania map now, but I, mm -hmm. I, I fully feel like, yeah, this is just like the next step on like Castlevania. It's like one of my favorite games in that style that I've played for a long time, you know? Good. Um, nice. yeah, I, I'm going to 
I'm going to see it through to the end. Um, it's not hard, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how quickly you, you get through it. I think I've uncovered I, I think like I might 18% of the map or 20% of the map, something the like that at the moment. Has it what? Sorry. Percentages. Has it got? Where's the percentage? Uh, on the map, hmm. there is a percentage. I think in the top left, which I think just tells you the um, the percentage of the map that you've uncovered. Doesn't tell you, okay. you know, if you've collected everything or you've upgraded everything. I think it's just the map. Percentage. All right. Okay. Let um, me have a look. Whilst you look oh, at yeah. that. Oh, you got it. Eighty-seven percent. Jesus Christ! You've smashed through it. <laughs> I, I've I've been playing it like non-stop for the most part. So any any spare spare moment I get, because yeah, I'm loving it. Nice. nice. But yeah, I, I'm. It is hard. I, I'm. I. Well, I found. I, don't a, wanna, I found a boss. I don't want to make you conscious. It's when you walk into a new screen, and you look at the background, like, oh, good, this is a boss room, because you you know just from the background that it's a little bit more mm -hmm. not elaborate, but maybe darker than some of the other spaces it's not a repeated pattern at the background and you know that it's just the corridor leading up to the boss and i'm like cool mm -hmm. i haven't saved for fucking ages i i, I just need to, need to run away and save yeah. and then i'll come back yes it's, it's one of those games you like, always save look for as the much save. as you can it's like i i will say because like a lot of metrovania games that i play it's like i know where the save is you know, I know exactly which... You look at the map and it's like, okay, the save is going to be there. Yeah. Um, but in this one, it's actually like, oh, they're actually quite s spaced out and mm. stuff like that. So it's like, it's been a, it's been exciting because someone who's so attuned to like the rhythm and, you know, s sometimes sameness of those kinds of games, it's like, it's been, it's been interesting to be like, oh, I don't know what's around this next corner. I don't know when the next save is, but... Um, yeah, always, always go for the Completely. I think lots of Metroidvanias do it very well. I think Ori did this quite well in that you're, you're in an area and you move through the first half of it. You hit that save point. You've learned maybe a new skill. And then the second half of it is you using that skill or you using that skill really well to make you feel powerful. Suddenly you go into another area where you've got to fight and battle and get through it maybe using that skill but needing something kind of else and you do get through and you get through about halfway and then you get to the next save point blasphemous is just sort of like oh we'll put on air yeah like, yeah what? that's fucking miles <laughs> away <laughs> fuck off yeah. anyone here here <laughs> it is more spaced out but um yes it, for someone who for me it's not a hard game but i've played these games so many times but if someone is listening then it is hard, but it's manageable, and yeah, you know it's a yes. bit slow at the start. But you get so many upgrades throughout the rest of the game that, you know, I don't think you'll be, you know, bashing your head against it for a long time. Like most of the bosses, I beat less than, you know, less than three attempts mm -hmm. on, on the first attempt. So it's like, if you're used to these games, it's 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 not a massive step up, and I like that about the game. It's like, you know, I, I'm I'm there. To, my, I mean, the combat's great and the, you know, platforming's great, but a lot of it is soaking in that atmosphere and it's like, you don't want that to grow old by virtue of, you know, smashing your head against the wall on, on bosses for ages. Mm, so, mm. if you play the Ender Lilies, this is easier, so. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah. Good. Um, you mentioned uh, another couple of games, one of which you didn't like so much, one of which you did. Yeah. I got a code for a game called Aspire, colon... 
I had this off earlier, so I forget it. Um, Inner's Tale, I-N-A, um, apostrophe S, Inner's Tale. I always thought it was Anna's, um, <laughs> but it's Inner's Tale. But it is a 2D side-scrolling platformer, puzzle platformer. Um, you look at the screenshots, as I did, um, when I was, you know, requesting it, adding my eye on this game. It's like, oh, you immediately think of uh, Greece, which, you know, m me, uh, a deal, and maybe you, Ben, enjoyed as well. Yeah. Did you play it? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and it's like, it's very evocative of that, like this... Um, this little small girl in a big, like, kind of desolate, um, very colourful world. Um, obviously, Gleeth, you know, starts off in grey, um, but, you know, you, you gradually unlock, a, you know, a lot more colours. Um, they turn the contrast way up on this game, however. It's very, very colourful. It isn't as, like, kind of muted colours like mm -hmm. Gleeth is. Um, uh... Only problem is that it doesn't play like uh, Greece or like any any good platformer. Unfortunately, it it's very. I mean, this little girl. It feels like you're controlling a tank. It feels oh. like a silverback gorilla of like two hundred pounds would you know just be easier to control than her. It's it's and I don't know if it's by design, but it's so slow and it feels like you're moving this character through molasses. It's just... And, you know, going through the game, it's just like, okay, you know, jumping, moving boxes, there's nothing revolutionary there. And as soon as it was like, okay, I need to swing on this, like, chain over to the next platform, and that just felt slow and heavy, I was just like, I don't think... I don't think this this is the kind of you know con control scheme that I want to play with. It's like you know, fair enough. I played Blasphemous. I started Blasphemous after I started this game, but that just feels so good to control. And it's like comparatively, it's it's like Aspire. It just feels so so heavy, so slow. It doesn't control well at all. And I've been playing it on Switch, and granted, the game is beautiful, and I. Th think maybe that is what is just making it run so badly it, it, oh, it suffers really? from like really bad frame rate um drops i mean at the start of the game it does like this very you know camera pans out it's you know establishing shot it's, it, it wants to portray that this this little girl is in this you know massive world you know all alone and <laughs> the very start of the game the frame rate is is bad and and it's like i understand why you do that from a stylistic point of view and you know stylistic choice and that probably you know any other you know um platform pc you know console or whatever that's probably fine mm -hmm. and probably works very well but on switch it, it just it just slows and it's like uh, so so immediately <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't you know give a great impression and um one of the one of the you know unique things it, it does is one of the unique things it does is it plays with light. It's got this mechanic where it's like uh, you know manipulating light, um, you know putting light on different you know objects, and it's like okay to lift this gate, the, this light source has to be the gate has to be in the this circumference of this light source to open and stuff like that. And 
of solving a puzzle, <laughs> moving blocks around, and don't forget this game, you know, controls very slowly, um, moving these boxes around, and I, I was like, you know, working through the puzzle, it was like one of the first, like, general puzzles of the game, like, you know, where you really have to, like, sit and think of it and work through multiple steps. It's like, okay, this is, this is what I'm here for, this is, this is interesting. And then at the very end of the puzzle, it's like I moved like two two crates, two boxes a bit too close to each other, and I think they like like I don't know, like clashed with each other's geometry or something, or geometry of the world, and it's like one of them got stuck and it, the game <laughs> which is a bug, not a feature, it's a bug. And it meant that I couldn't proceed to the next place. And it's like do I restart this checkpoint, or do I just close down the game? And I, I, I did the latter because, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only like a two-hour game, and it's like, who knows? Maybe I'll go back to it because it is very pretty to look at, and it's like, even I, I mean, I've played some bad platformers over the year, way worse than this, and it's like, you know, possibly there's something there. It's very pretty, and I think the the puzzles will get interesting. A lot of them were like. At the start of the game, chase sequence, which mm. when you've got a character that controls as poorly as that does, like just jumping and like, oh, I didn't do this jump early enough. It wants to be twitchy, it wants to be time-based, but it just doesn't have that capability. Okay. And it's like, I, I saw my way through those and it's like, maybe, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a shame. But um, I, I really didn't, haven't enjoyed it, and you know, I, I don't know if I'll go back to it. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, and what what was the game that you did enjoy? Yeah, because I started it <laughs> right after I closed. Did I start it right after? Yeah, I think I did. I started it right after I closed Aspire. Um, it's called Witchwood, which is. Um... Hey, Adam, do you like fetch quests in games? Um. Well, my playtime in RPGs would suggest yes. <laughs> you play well, MMOs, Adam. Which... You've got to love fetch quests. <laughs> yeah. the, the cumulative, you know, thousands of hours between them all, yeah, probably. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a game for you, then. Um, <laughs> it's called Witchwood, and it is basically fetch quests, the game. Um, <laughs> you play as this little witch, um... She wakes up in a little swamp, in a nice little hovel. Very, very nicely detailed. The art in this game is great, by the way. Uh, just look at the screenshot. It's Witchwood, which uh, spelt with a Y though, mm -hmm. uh, instead of the I. And um, you've noticed that this goat has like entered your little house and eaten the pages of your recipe book um, of like your witch spells. And so go... you have to go search through goat poo <laughs> <laughs> to find them. Is that what it is? Well, that would make for a, probably a better game, to be honest. Why didn't I make that? But uh, no, sadly, no. Um, you realize that this goat is actually like this sentient being, and he's he says, Okay, you have to track down 12 souls for me to, to resurrect this beauty in this shrine it's it's all very sudden at the start of the game you're like who's this goat what, what am i doing and it's like 
there's no background to it because you've literally lost your memory. So you're just like, okay, I'll go do what this goat tells me and track down these 12 souls. And the, the game is literally <laughs> about fetching all these different items in the world to, you know, concoct all these recipes in your book. You get, you start unlocking recipes over time because I mean, the goats eat and everything. Um, you, like your grimoire, it's like it's like in, it's it's in the menu. You, you open up the grimoire and there's like, I don't know. Say like, fifty just like empty boxes in the grimoire, and it's like, okay, you you know, this game is like gonna be remembering all the recipes, and and the witch remembers them automatically despite losing their memory. As soon as you know that, okay, I need to uh, concoct this recipe. It appears in your grimoire, um, mm. and the whole thing is going around these different environments. So there's, there's like I think there's eight different biomes, and they're all pretty distinct and really well detailed. Like there's a forest, there's fields, there's a swamp, there's a mountain and stuff like that. Um, going around these different biomes, you know, picking up the you know flora and fauna of all these different uh, environments, and concocting these recipes and it's it's very much okay um you get one quest and it's like okay you need you need to make this let's say trap to catch this animal and it's like okay what do i need for the trap i need some reeds and i need some uh twine and i need some sticks and it's like okay i go pick up that pick up all these things it's like okay i get the i Make the trap, catch the animal, and it's like, okay, I've got the, I've got the an the meat from the animal or what is it, or whatever it is, and it's like, okay, you give it to the quest giver, and it's like, okay, but in order for me to do this now, I need to go on another quest, which ties into another quest, which ties into another quest, <laughs> which ties into so on and so forth. It's it, it's just like a long string. It's like if you opened it up in a word document, it'd be like six hundred quests. And they all like, you know, a lot of them interlink and it's like, it's not like you're doing things right after the other. You have, usually have four different souls to track down at the one time. So it's like you have different quest lines and it's all really well mapped out in this journal that you have. So it's like, if you ever get forget what you have to do, it's like, just tells you there. And it's just like, okay, I have to do this. I can do this. If I get this item, then I can you know, complete these two quests, which will lead to other quests, which it's just this whole branching, you know, fetch quest. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like the world's longest fetch quest, you know, in Guinness Book of Records. And it's, it doesn't like evolve from that formula at all throughout the whole game. It's very much a, not mindless, um, but just like a very cozy thing where it's just like, okay, mm. I'm going to I'm going to go to this area and I'm gonna, you know, cut all these vines and stuff like this, or I'm gonna go to this area and catch, you know, all these bats and make their bat wings into a stew and stuff like that. So it's it's it it's that's all it is, and I can see why people would maybe grow tired of it. It's about ten hours long, I think. Um okay. but I never did. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I need this, this, this item. Let me go back to this environment. Oh, whilst I'm here, I can go also 
dig up some clay or milk a cow or, or get some chicken <laughs> eggs and stuff like that. Let me do this. It's just busy work, the game, and it's fantastic. <laughs> nice. We've we've had tons of these kinds of games that have sort of come out, whether it's those, um, what was it called, like Yonder, which came out a few mm. years ago, you know, and, and where they kind of just like, hey, you need to do this, hey, you need to do this, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And it, it, it's just constant either go here get this go here do this collect that do this then yeah. make this then that leads on to this and it, 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 it's like there's something a little bit cathartic about kind of just oh, yeah, being absolutely. able to someone say do this and you do it and then go cool yeah, yeah now i've got to do this as well but i'm hitting all of these little tasks and it feels productive yeah <laughs> it's the good version of the the check boxing as opposed mm. to Ubisoft's version, which is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It isn't just. I mean, we've all collected all the backpacks in Spider-Man, I'm sure, and, <laughs> and got the platinum. Yeah. So, because it, but because it was fun. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you yeah. know, the, the the world is so rich in this, and the writing is it's fantastic. It has this very you know, Grimm's tale kind of cautionary tales of you know using like fairy you know fairy tale characters like mm. you know but but it does an interesting and unique twist on like all of them like you have like uh you know red riding hood and you know the big bad wolf and the big bad wolf is basically a sex pest and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like the three little pigs and all, the three little pigs are all slave drivers and it's just like it does these really interesting takes on the characters and it's just written so well nice and, it, and it's beautiful to look at as well um, the music's pretty cool. I, I went in to have a look at what the developer had um put together previously uh alien trap yeah. Um, it's by and I didn't I didn't recognise any of the games until I got all mm -hmm. the way down to uh, Apotheon, which I was back in two thousand fifteen. That's a fantastic game. Yeah. Um I I, I I thought I was the only one. Oh Ben. No We are kindred spirits, no. aren't we? Apotheon's really good. <laughs> um, yeah. I almost platinumed that game apart from there was one mm. trophy where you had to use every weapon and I missed one and the only oh. place you could get it was right before the final boss. I'm like, I'm not playing that game again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they've got several games. You know, they look like they put out a game every sort of few years. Uh, mm. um, a couple of things, you know, th th which would looks like it's been um, maybe their main focus for the last three or four years. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, it looks yeah, it looks beautiful. It, it's so detailed and like yeah, re really really nice looking game. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's which one I really enjoyed it. Um, as I say, like, I guess your mileage will vary on how quick you get tired of just the, that same formula. Mm -hmm. um, same fetch quest is very, you know, it, it, it's got a bad connotation, but this game is, its core design is around that, like, kind of thing. And it's, and that's why it works. And that's why it's, it's really good. Yeah. Nice. Really enjoyed that. Good. Um, before we move on, um, we, we've chatted, Lucy, uh, you yeah. and I a bit about Basmus, uh, and you've played Aspire and Witchwood. Adam, do any of those appeal to you? Uh, I probably play Witchwood. Mm. Um, that's one of those that, yeah, you can get tired of it, but if the characters in the world hook you in, then that's more than enough to carry you through it. Yeah. 
which is very yeah, like, like the Witcher like Three, you know, yeah. absolutely. Or, yeah. or even like Spider Man, like I one hundred percented that game twice <laughs> because oh, it's just, because it's great fun to just it is swing about and punch people <laughs> in that game <laughs> you know, in, the, in the character. It, you know, for all it's very much built on that Ubisoft uh, style that's very tired and very mm-hmm. familiar. I didn't have a problem with it in that game because they don't put too much shovel too much in it mm. and yeah, it was, it was, it was like great a... fun to do all of the stuff that they did have there so in a way it, achieve it was, that, then that would be the same it was like a game from the 360 era for better and worse spider-man that this is mm-hmm. because it was so <laughs> it was a bit you know, wrote, wasn't it? Like, the open world, but it's like, that is way better than an open world which is conversely just way too bloated, like something like Assassin's Creed, you know? That's why yeah. I think, you know, 100% I think 100% the DLC as well is Spider-Man as well. Nice. It? Yeah. yeah. It, it felt more contained, and mm-hmm. yes, it's, yeah. it's very fun to swing it, 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 it gives you, It gives you just enough that there's enough grounding for everything that, you know, it gives you a wee tidbit, whether it's, like, the backpack having, like, wee bits mm-hmm. of world building of, like, his past because he's obviously a, an experienced Spider-Man, so they're giving you wee tidbits of, oh, that's from, that's one of the wee devices I made to help do this, or, mm-hmm. or yeah, this is from cool. the restaurant where I had to run away and leave Mary Jane behind or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, those kind of wee tidbits, or the combat ones that help you you know, develop your skill set by giving you the, the actual challenges to do, or the wee Har- Harry Osborne ones to showcase the fact that he's smart. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm so angry they Tom Holland that character just destroyed his face. Um, yeah. That's pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, I still don't. Like it. <laughs> you know what? I'm, uh, I don't want to play the second one. It'll just it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what he looks like in the second one. We'll, we'll he's see. Better... Does it give just... him a beard and he won't look like Tom Holland anymore? Because yeah. does does I don't kick think in... Tom Holland has the ability to grow a beard because he's 12 <laughs> and he will forever be 12. So. Does it kick in? Does the new one kick in straight after just put the... Mars Morales? Or have we then got, you know, as, as the Nathan Drake model? <laughs> no, but that's the, the Nathan Drake, the Na- in the next Nathan Drake, they'll, they'll make it Tom Holland, won't they? They'll go back to the first Uncharted game and they'll put Tom oh Holland in God. as Nathan Drake. Every Sony property game will just... Aloy, <laughs> un, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, Horizon yeah, 3, just Tom Holland, isn't it? It's fine. It's... This is where I'm really glad that PlayStation, as a division, clearly holds all the sway <laughs> in Sony because it's the only one that's made money consistently for all these years like, and really build the company out when it looked like it was teetering on the edge of just going mm-hmm. completely under so they won't be able to do that because this, the playstation execs will be like yeah. <laughs> you know, get up, well you just make movies what do you know get lost yeah. <laughs> they've, they've... Oh, sorry how much money did you make we do that in a couple of weeks get lost <laughs> they've uh they've thrown all their money into electric cars now as well oh, they? Uh, yeah sony are what? jumping into the electric car market too CES has been wild. Walkmans, for God's sake, business is there. Are they making the whole cars or are they just putting the CD player in? Remember when we made these? Thousands of Discmans that just sat in a warehouse they had to do something with from like 20 years ago. 
Um, this warehouse nearly bankrupted the company. Now it can save us all. <laughs> uh, I still use. All, I still have CDs. Yeah. Yeah, my my car still has a CD player. It's not a Sony one. <laughs> I don't think. But can the like, what if the PlayStation Five can even play music off a CD? Oh, I fucking doubt it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Strip out. Can it play games? Yes. Can it do anything else? No. no. Strip it all out. It can play Blu-rays. Yeah, true. Can they? I noticed yeah. the Pro that couldn't. Could it, it not? Uh, they, no, no, they, no, they, they, no. They couldn't do 4K Blu-rays, but the PS5 uh, can. Right. Uh, but the regular Blu-rays, they all can. Yeah. Or, well, the PS, PS4 or 5. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these, these, they're so useless, these new consoles. It's like I have to install Blu-ray player onto my Xbox, and I'm just like... What? Oh, crap. You have to download an app to play oh, a DVD. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, Everything yeah. has to have an app. You like, yeah. Remember when this just worked? worked. <laughs> it was just a thing that happened? Yeah, it's just like, like you're a Blu-ray player. Just play it. Why do I need to download an app? It's like when... You have the capability. You don't need anything. You don't need an app to tell you that you can play... (laughs) Do do you know what happens then? You finally install the app, you put the DVD in, and it goes, requires update. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And you're like... Been there, mate. Been there. Install this DVD onto your hard drive. No, thank you. That's not why I've come here. (laughs) Um, Should we drink some more beers? We'll open up some more beers. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Lucy get mine. Okay. I, I will open then, whilst you're uh, you going go. for a, a little wander. I'm going to open the Arbor Gnipa, um, which is a ginger New England IPA. Uh, it's a beer with ginger in it. It's 6%. A uh, brewed, with all, brewed with all American hops and a judicious addition of a root ginger. Uh, that's That's it. That's all I get from Arbor. They don't tell me anything else. Um, oh, it's mo- all England, but with American hops. <laughs> no, New New England. Oh, New England. Mm. Sorry, I was like, that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes more sense. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a cut the color of ginger, I suppose. Is that what you would cut it? Like a brown, orangey color. It's not the most inviting. Colour of beer. It looks like beer that's been on the wall for a decade too long. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit kind of... I don't know. just doesn't feel that inviting as a can. Um, I will crack it open, though. Uh, and it is a big boy. Obviously, I'll become in big pint cans. So... I don't know. No, I don't think I've ever had a beer with ginger... As sort of the main flavour, the headline act. Yes, if it, I mean, if it is in this, rather than find it just it provides a little bit more uh, uh, bitterness. Who knows? We we will see. Um, Lucy, what are you drinking now? You back? I am drinking a beer from Left Hand Brewing. Who I always get confused with um, Left Hand right Giant. Hand. <laughs> yeah, <that's awesome. laughs> um, this is a white Russian nitro, which is Ooh. a white 
topped out with coffee and vanilla added. Amazing. Um, oh boy. It is a super smooth and decadent 8.9%. Uh, nice. 20 IBUs. Uh, anything decadent. else? Decadent, yeah. We like our decadence. We do. Um, let me see. Ingredients. Rocky Mountain water, malted barley, oats, lactose, coffee, hops. No mention of which hops. Um, vanilla and yeast. Yeah, brewed in Colorado, USA. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I like I like White Russians the cocktails. Mm -hmm. Um, haven't had one in ages, but yeah, boy. Uh, if I have to go for a cocktail where I'm not just trying to get absolutely wasted and go for like a Long Ice Island iced tea, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, white white Russian or black Russian. So. Mm. I do remember uh, a friend and previous guest of the podcast, uh, Dave. I'm going to open this open thing. So oh, that's a good idea. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it just hissed at me in a very <laughs> like a snake. <laughs> so. Um, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, Dave Towsey, one of uh, the Pillbug developers. He loves a white Russian. I always remember when we used to go out. Loved a white Russian. Um, random anecdote for you there. <laughs> this this ginger beer. It does have a little bit of ginger on the nose. I mean, it it smells like a ginger biscuit, like a ginger nut biscuit. It's got that bit of ginger to it. But it's also got that kind of like. Biscuity sweetness in there as well. You know that little sort of sweet hit. Maybe kind of like a um, maybe a bit more ginger than a, a than a ginger biscuit as well. You know, like a ginger biscuit smells a bit sweet, and then when you bite into it, you get a big kind of burst of ginger. This the beer smells a little bit more ginger, perhaps. Now I've had a little bit of time to stick my nose over it, but it was. You know, it's 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 hazy. It's very light and straw. The 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 head was you can't quite see there, but it was incredibly white, very, very foamy, very frothy. I mean this is ginger. It's 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 it is the, the big kind of flavour coming through. Whilst that nose has a little bit of sweetness, it's a little bit maybe biscuity on there. You don't get a huge amount of that in the flavour. That ginger kicks in sort of straight away. When is this brewed or... Ginger Nipa? Yes. I heard you just try went Ginnipa, okay. Ginnipa, Ginnipa. Yeah. I assume it's a yeah. silent G. Um, <laughs> but yes, a, a, a ginger New England Lipa. It's very soft, as you would kind of expect with a Nipa. Um, but there's not a huge amount to it. You're getting that ginger, and that kind of is dominating everything. So, it sort of comes in, you know, the, the, the ginger comes in straight away. And whilst the kind of the ginger fades, you're left with the kind of top of the mouth, back of the tongue kind of slight heat that you get from ginger. So the, the, the flavor kind of fades quite quickly, but it's, it's left and it sort of sours a little bit at the back of the mouth. 
and dries out really, really quickly. Um, and apart from that, I can't get a huge amount more from this. Okay. That ginger really does sort of like dominate, yeah, dominates I mean, the flavour. It's strong ginger. So it is. It's really strong. Yeah. There's, there's maybe a little bit of a like a weak orange squash in the background as well. You know, a slightly watery Ooh. orange squash kind of flavor. You know, sometimes when we've had a few beers and it says it's like a blood orange beer or it's this and it actually yeah. comes across a bit more like weak orange squash. This mm-hmm. feels like it, once the ginger has started to fade, that that is the, like the lasting flavor. Not the feel, because you have that heat in the back of the mouth and stuff, but the flavor that's left is maybe just a little bit like, and, and kind of, you know, you've gone, oh, I haven't put enough squash in my glass. I better go back and put some more in. Um, I've used single strength. I've not done used the old double strength squash. It, this may be weird, but I like it when it's as weak as possible, where you can barely even tell. It's Just like a right. glass of water with a drop of squash in it. Yeah. No, oh. but I'm very strange. Mate, I'm this the is opposite. how much I I'm don't like sweet things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like... I, I get a pipette and just 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 squeeze it into yeah, <laughs> into my glass. Yeah. No, I'm the opposite. I like I, if I'm gonna have a squash, if I'm gonna have an orange squash, mm. I want a good, big flavored <laughs> orange squash. If I'm gonna drink water, just drink water. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want at least one whole orange per glass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't squeeze it in. Just put the orange in the glass and fill it with water around it. That's I'm just need. like because I usually just drink water anyway, but it's yeah. just like. I may want a little bit of, you know, pizzazz. You're one of these people. Risque, you're one of these people that those flavored waters were, you know, bottled flavored waters were kind of oh, push ha- push towards where it's it's just no, water. I hate those because those are just like too weak. <laughs> it's just like because they're usually the flat. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like yeah, I don't like bottled water anyway. I like my good old Birmingham water. That's fair. Yeah. Nice, no, straight from the canal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what we, you know, I mean, I'm basically a mutant. Nothing can kill me. Yeah, canal water. Yeah. Um, we'll come to you, Lucy, then, for the, the right white Russian nitro. Yeah. Um, well, it's quite orangey. Mm. No head whatsoever. But yeah, it's very thick, very murky, basically opaque. Um, Smell-wise, definitely getting that coffee. It, it reminds me of um, uh, the Siren Craft uh, brews that they do every now and then with the coffee. I think it's called. Mm. I think the last time they did it was called Project Barista or whatever. Um, yes, that sounds about yeah, right. The, like the coffee nitro stouts that they do or whatever. Like the I think the one that, sort of one, yeah, yeah, I was about yeah, to yeah. say the one that I really like from them is the affogato, and this this reminds me the smell reminds me of that. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, mostly just getting coffee, not really getting any of that vanilla. But we'll see if it's in the in the taste. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's it's really thin. Okay. In a way, I wasn't expecting. I thought it'd have a bit more, bit more to it, a bit more viscosity, a bit more heft to mm. it. It's 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 really thin. It, it's slightly. In fact, it, it, 
It's slightly oily though, which is the problem. If it was just like thin, very clean finish, that would be fine. But this is this sort of got slightly licoricey, like slightly slick kind of finish to it, mm. which I'm not a big fan of. Slick is a good word. Mm. Maybe not for a beer though. Slightly, yeah, slightly. Slightly, slightly cloying at the end. Mm. Okay. Like you've got like I don't know some like. Hmm. Like if you like rubbed a hop and you just like got like, a slight stickiness. Yeah. From it at the end. So it tastes on like your taste buds, which is not not too pleasant, but um. Taste wise. Definitely getting the vanilla more. Yeah, definitely getting like that sweet vanilla mm-hmm. in it, but if it, it feels like the coffee's just gone, like <laughs> like getting so much of it on the nose, but in the flavour, I'm not, I'm not. I'll go in for another sip, but it's like it's like the coffee just, just like yeah, no, we're out. I think that's something to do with the like the viscosity of the beer. Like it, it's it it is a little bit too thin, so you you lose those kind of roasted sort of coffee notes with that. Possibly. I don't know. It's it's, it's a strange one, this. Because I, I, think, I think the fact that there's zero carbonation really is a detriment to the beer because it's like, mm. I want something with that slick and oiliness and it's just like very flat as well. It, it feels like there's nothing elevating it. There's nothing... <laughs> it, it just feels like... A, it feels like they had a white Russian, and you know when you have like you know a cocktail, and it's been sitting on the side, and the glass is like, it, I mean the ice is melted into it, and it's just, it loses that concentration, it loses that flavour. That's what this feels like. Like mm-hmm. you've had a cocktail, it's just sat in slightly warm bar for too long. It's it's really disappointing. Um, oh no. Yeah. I don't know because the the can maybe maybe it didn't survive the trip mm. good enough. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt because when I started opening the can, it, 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 it that's why I said oh, I'm going to open over the thing because it it sounded like a snake. I was it was it was the loudest hiss I've ever had. At, you know, starting to open a beer can. So maybe I mean it's still drinkable and it doesn't feel like there's anything um, particularly off about it. Maybe it's just not as fresh as, you know, it could be and should be when you're drinking it. So maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, maybe, maybe uh, like, whatever coffee beans or whatever have just lost their um, lost their flavour on the way over. Does it, give but, um, you a, does it give you a brood date? That's what I was trying to look for, but I don't know if I can see one. It's on the bottom. Okay, it's best by February, so it's prob- probably oh. quite old yeah. <laughs> at this point. Looking at about a year Remember, old, maybe. Yeah. 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 So, probably didn't uh, survive the trip. Probably not as fresh as it could be. Mm. And I think the only thing that's like making it taste okay now is that Rocky Mountain water that's in it. <laughs> I think that has preserved it. <laughs> because, yeah, it, I, it's a shame because. Yeah, I, I could imagine just such a 
clean beer is probably yeah probably be way more carbonated um several months ago probably would have had more more of those flavors probably wouldn't have this kind of like watered down very you know underwhelming flavor so won't exactly give this um you know i'm not i'm not judging it on on this experience mm-hmm. um so yeah but shame but 8.9% let's do it smash it back why not exactly um, if you can't enjoy the flavor just enjoy the alcohol <laughs> content <laughs> good yes smash smash that one back i'll smash this one back and we'll move into then our topic for the episode we'll talk about the games that we are looking forward to this year uh, adam i will come back to you uh, first as well to lead us in, I know no, you didn't have a huge amount of uh, notice joining us, um, sort of, or agreeing to join us, sort of quite late. But is there is there anything you're looking forward to next year? Yeah, well, that's why I had the, the excellent opportunity to go through Wikipedia. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Games sure. Radar usually have a really comprehensive list. Mm. Um, that's yeah. where I looked earlier. <laughs> I probably should have done that as well. They probably have a, a neater list compared to scrolling through the Wikipedia page. But but yeah, I picked out a couple. I think um, some of these I'm probably not going to play this year, yeah. <laughs> even though I'm looking forward <laughs> to them, but because I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet, and I'm not sure when I'm going to get one. Uh, what are no, the but... PlayStation 5 exclusive games, though? Aren't they coming to PS4? A few of them? Uh, uh... I can't remember. <laughs> some, some of them, yes. I, I mean, yeah. uh, um, like Horizon, it, it 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 it's on my list. Um, Horizon is coming to PS4. Um, oh, I think Gran Turismo Seven is coming to PS4 as well. But I don't know any what further than they that. Got, what else have they? I think God of War, God of War is as well. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok. Mm. That, that's supposed to be this year, but I don't know if it's coming to PS4. True, true. Again. It's on my list with a little yeah. star next to it. Like, is it this year? <laughs> Probably not. But there's well, also the the some of these are clearly much more. These are PS5 games. The ported back a little mm. bit, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in that kind of PS4 phase now. Tech probably. Yeah. yeah. When's When's Horizon out? Is it this February. fall or something? February. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't That's know. Very soon. soon. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't even know. I'm going to be able to get up. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing a lot of work in January to just fucking rake in the cash and try and find one before Horizon comes out. That's a good uh, idea because yeah, I mean, the first game ran pretty well on PS4, so yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you want to play it on PS5, like that's probably uh, the you want to have the best experience. experience but mm. yeah, absolutely. I also want to experience. It. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. You know. I'll, I'll probably wait till the reviews of it come out as well because mm-hmm. they'll be quite telling because a lot of them will be like, we also checked the PS4 version and don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, or they'll be like, oh, it runs great, it's just slightly lower fidelity. Yeah. Go, well, that's kind of what you expect. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, no, that takes a few off the list. <laughs> uh, the, the, the first one was uh, the comes out at the end of this month actually is Pokemon Legends Arceus oh is, is that that, the, that early as well yeah. is that the open world ish one is that the yeah. new one it 
not the a remake or yeah it, it's it's the new okay. one but it's going to the past in a in the region that they did the remakes of what it's the Sino region am I right yeah. uh, I don't even know what region yellow is and that's the only one I thought I didn't know they had <laughs> the first region mate yeah What's the I, I, British region one that they did recently? What's that called? Sword and Shield. Yeah. What's, that? What's the, the British region? Is it or, or is it literally called the British region? <laughs> Excelsior uh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's a one company state anyway. That's uh, it's, <laughs> it's a, aren't they all? I mean, it's, Sword and Shield is really odd in that regard because it's so blatantly dystopian and it's like a in a way that you know the other ones are sort of because you know like oh oh you go to the the pokey center and it's nurse joy and it's the exact same because that's just how they had to make the games and it's sort of there's sort of weirdness to them <laughs> but it's so blatant and in sort of shoot that you just start going and it presents it in this isn't it oh great that all this stuff happens you're like no <laughs> none of this is good <laughs> like, like, i literally don't i can't care for any of this it's so strange uh, but yeah but our case is leaning more into the, the open wildness stuff and you can sneak up on pokemon and throw the your Pokeballs and stuff. And, um, again, it's one. It's another one of those bees in Metal Gear. <laughs> it, it's another all kinds of animals in Metal uh, Gear. Is it? Is it uh, Metal Gear? Uh, metal Metal Breath of the Wild <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, it's a, it's another one of those the game freak are quite conservative in a lot of regards mm -hmm. with how they design these games because they're trapped in the. Where they sell millions and millions of copies and rake in huge amounts of cash. But, but that's the thing. Like, they're trapped. They're trapped. Yeah. They've made, I, I think they could change up the for formula, <laughs> yeah. though, because everyone's like, you know, don't change the formula because people will still buy it. But I think yeah. people will still buy it even if they made, like, I don't know, Kentucky Route Zero. And <laughs> people would still buy it, you know? So, yeah. like, what you have all that cash, why not? Surely the developers themselves probably want it, yeah, evolve and reiterate. Mm. You know, so yeah. well that, that's why I'm more interested in this one because they're they're doing the kind of middle step of their sort of splitting yeah, off into you know like a, a sub series. It's not really a, a mainline game because oh okay because you know it's it's Pokemon Legends. That's even that's that's even more disappointing because they're just probably gonna be like. Yeah, I'll just switch back to the old formula that has yeah, worked for the, the last twenty five mm, years or whatever. Mm, quite possibly, but <sighs> I, that's, th that's this this one is leaning towards some of the stuff that I want them to do a bit more, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that it'll succeed and people will love it and they'll go right. Now we can turn around to the the pencil pushers and <laughs> and the the money <laughs> men and go. This is what we're doing. Suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, I hope so. I, I live in hope, false hope, but I live in hope. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd love, I'd love to, you know, enjoy another Pokemon game. Like actually, yeah. get mm. back to it. Because like, yeah, again, the, the, yeah. despite the really horrific dystopia of Sword and Shield, some of the stuff in the game is, you know, with the open world sections and stuff, is quite good. It's just, it's just too limited. 
you like you, you experience it for the first time this is great and then like five minutes after you go i want so much more than this <laughs> <laughs> so you've finally given me a taste of the thing that i've dreamed of since i was four and gone yeah. now give me the anime the game <laughs> yeah which yeah. is kind of where i want to go i, I want to just go off roaming with a pokemon and some pokeballs in my pocket and go exploring yeah uh, yeah, it's, and, it, it's it's always, yeah, what it could be, because they must be one of the most cash-rich developers in the world, and you're just thinking, you know, uh, you've got I, I, so much potential. Yeah. That's why I understand a little bit of the... Well, you, you would worry about doing anything too drastic and throwing it all away and then being the people who ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, five years' time, they'd be up and go, what? happened to the people in charge of Game Freak and you see them, you know, living mm. under a skip. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, being being interviewed by people from Polygon going, so what happened to like, have we got any day? <laughs> I don't yeah. think that would ever happen though. It's such an establishment though that it's like, yeah. you can't see Pokemon. It's like, you can't see Disney just like, stop being now. You know? It's like one of the richest, yeah. most known entertainment products it's like okay the game flopped we sold only seven million copies <laughs> on, on on switch just really where's ryan reynolds release another film you know that's all i, I need yeah, to do yeah but i think it comes down to like ip ownership right if game freak own pokemon the ip to make games mm-hmm. for fine if they don't and it's a nintendo owned property and they really fuck it. I, I any yeah, any yeah. game studio, right? Any game studio, mm. maybe unless your first party is just one bad sale away from just going. Yeah, uh, and and I don't know a, a game freak first party Nintendo. No, I, I think the, I think both the of them are company, them. but yeah, I believe they both that... own a stake in it. Right. Yeah. I, I, Nintendo own a stake in them. Yeah, I think Pokemon Company probably has the majority. So, so they're yeah. probably safe in that regard. They you are. Know, st- if it they're is absolutely a bit of a safe. Yeah, yeah. They just release it on Xbox, put it on Game Pass. You know, <laughs> the Game Pass region, and it's just like <laughs> it's frustrating. Like, I don't give a crap about Pokemon. I haven't for 25 years. But I'm frustrated for the fans of that series. Mm. We just want something... Just want a little bit more. It's like... It's just like... It's just... Here's a breadcrumb every five years. And it's like... They could be doing so much more with that entity, with that franchise. On the game space. I'm not speaking about the rest of whatever they do. Yeah. Well, all all the the anime and stuff like that seems to... You know, mm-hmm. break it in still and all mm. the toys and yeah, whatever else. That's because... a frustrating part of it. Of course, it's like, it's because it's money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm frustrated for you, Adam, and I hope <laughs> it's good. I hope it's good. Otherwise, I'll yeah. be there. I'll be. Yeah. I'll just pretend to be one of those toxic yeah. Pokemon fans and say, finally, Game Freak, you're lazy, lazy developers. Yeah. I finally put up my Switch again and, and start it and go, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it runs at two frames a second. Hopefully not. Uh, <laughs> that's the other side. The, the, the hardware definitely yeah. holds them back in mm. a lot of regards with that stuff. It, but look at Breath of the Wild, man. It, yeah. it was especially noticeable with uh, Sword and Shield. But look it's at just... Breath of the Wild. 
Empty though, isn't it? Revive? For a while. Empty. Uh, it has a lot of shrines. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of co- Kokoro seeds. It sure has uh, a lot of hells. Like seven hundred. <laughs> The far distant background. Yeah. It's it, not it, rendering it, properly. It, yeah. The open world in that yeah. game, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you scratch away at anything and you realise the inner workings of it and everything like that. Yeah. But uh, you get yeah. so much mileage out of that open world for the first time playing mm. it. It's just, you can get absolutely get that out of a Pokemon yeah. game. An RPG that lasts, like, say, I, I don't know how long they are, like 40 hours? Uh, de- depends whether you mainline them or do, do mm. you know they, they collect them all and all Get them, yeah catch them all yeah. yeah 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 i think it's one of those you can spend you know kind of 40 hours playing through it and finishing the story or you could spend four hundred thousand hours doing every single possible thing in it <laughs> i've captured every pokemon there is new game uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i did three more new ones you're like oh fuck <laughs> So, so um, maybe not excited for it, but like, uh, you know, optimism hmm. for the next Pokemon. Yeah, it's not hard to find out, I guess. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see it because mm-hmm. I haven't been disappointed by it yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it start 2022 as I mean to go on? Uh, yeah. With, full of false hope, fully expected to be crushed again. <laughs> yeah. uh, well. We'll see. We'll we'll come back to it once yeah, yeah. I've actually played it, and ho- hopefully yeah. I'll have good things to report. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Have oh, you, I'm excited for you and Francis. Uh, have you got anything else on your list? Oh yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had a. I went through and just had a wrote down a few, mm-hmm. even some that. Uh, the next one is Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires, which is February. Okay. Uh, it's already right. out in Japan, mm. but uh, all right. Of course. Did you get and good it, reviews? It's mixed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of people seem to be quite happy with the, you know, like the, the kind of core gameplay, but mm-hmm. are not so pleased with it being quite stripped back compared to previous Empires versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm hoping that at the very least I'll actually play more than a couple of hours of this one. Yeah. Because nine, I bounced off of super hard, so. I'm hoping that, I'll, again, I'm hoping I'll find some stuff in there that I can latch on to and go, I can I can be positive about the future of the franchise again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which again, dynasty I, is this one about? There's the Three Kingdoms. And the same China. dynasty, Lucy. Yeah. It's always the same dynasty. <laughs> it's only one. <laughs> no, 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 Samurai Warriors is about Japanese dynasties. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's yes. very, different, very different. Could we do a different yeah. Chinese dynasty? No. Let's move countries completely. Yeah. I want one of the Canadian dynasty. Just so that di- we can make a deal play it. Like, is this accurate? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I have an awful lot to say about it. Just, you yeah. Know, yeah, that's fine. Fan, that's fine. What's next? I've the series for a long time, so mm-hmm. hoping that that one's going to be at least an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably not going to play this one, but it's on the list anyway because I'm a fan of, of Total War. So Total War Warhammer 3 is coming out. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're finishing off their trilogy of yep. uh, warhammer Total Warhammering. 
and you know, I I hear nothing but good things about all of them. The first game was great. That's the only one I played, but yeah. Yeah, Uh, the the first one was good. The second one taking that to a whole other level, especially with all of the expansions and DLC Mm. and stuff that's came out since, and the updates and how they've they've built across it. So I'm really curious to see how the third one goes as well. I think but, they're all they're all tied together as well, right? Like yeah. the first game was like this region of the world, the second game was then adding extra bits, and the third game will do more in that you can cover the whole world, uh, you know, yeah. the, the Warhammer world. Everything can be then played. Yeah. Well, I know in the second one they have, uh, you know, it has like the the campaign that's set up for the second ones, and then they have like what's called like mortal empires i think it's called which right basically has everything from the first one all mm. in a big grand map with everything from the second one so it's all together yes like what you're talking about uh and then obviously for the third one they've added in like uh areas that haven't really been covered before mm-hmm. there's stuff like uh the grand cathy which yep. is stuff that's in the lore for Warhammer but it's never been really fully fleshed yeah, they don't, they don't no, have a like, yeah 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 they don't have a full no, like, like army, army of plastic or, miniatures for yeah. those guys yeah so they've been basically working with uh, Games Workshop to create a lot of that stuff mm. which is very interesting it's a big step forward you know the, the, they've obviously built up the trust over the first two games that they've been allowed to to have that kind of level of well yeah you can help us build a whole army for Warhammer that's uh, you know and there's some some other stuff so I'm interested to see you know because a lot of the stuff from Warhammer fed into to War Three Kingdoms again mm. about the, the Three Kingdoms in China <laughs> that you know I absolutely loved and I'm interested to see how this goes and whether they keep you know on their pretty good winning run streak for most of that stuff uh, and have it see what bits and pieces people pick out mm-hmm. for what will maybe carry forward into whatever other sequel to the Three Kingdoms is going to be that's very vague and weird and odd because <laughs> of how they left that which I'm still better about uh, better until they tell me what they're actually doing so I can be excited again <laughs> because they left it in a weird place uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm interested just to see what happens and then hopefully, maybe next year or the year after, they'll do a trilogy pack or something, and I'll pack all of them up in one go and 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 play the complete Warhammer. Yeah, Warhammer. You, you you'd imagine so that after when when the third one has yeah. been out for you know a little bit of time that they'll put all three in a big bundle. Yeah, that's my hope because it's one of those that I get more and more tempted every time I hear people like on like three moves ahead or that talking about mm. it. And, you know. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I've never been a Warhammer guy, but I could, could be. be. <laughs> don't. I could be a total don't. Warhammer it's guy. So it's so expensive. Yeah, that's why I want to play the video game version, yeah. <laughs> where I don't need to do it because it's one of those you go, I, you could, you know, but you have to paint them yourself. I'm like, I'm out. You need oh, that Henry Cavill money. That's, super That's very money. true. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he has an army of people painting them for him, <laughs> and they just look. Like, you no, can do this he one, Henry. Definitely, he definitely paints them himself. Oh, oh yeah, he'll paint yeah. like the. I can the just general. imagine him and his like huge body and huge hands, just like just the tiny like, little smearing the paint yeah. <laughs> next to the PC he built himself. Just yeah. like, uh, 
This is going to be the best general. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'll just buy another one as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any, anything else on the list, Adam? Yeah, I've got Forspoken. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, again, I don't really know an awful lot about the game, apart from we've seen there's a couple of trailers or whatever it's been. Yeah, I don't gone. think anyone knows That's much about it. Sure enough. Hmm. I know zero. <laughs> it's, what, it's, what is this? It's Square Enix action RPG. Is it the, is it the, the, the actual name, the working title for The Quiet Man 2? Uh, no, because it's a lady. <laughs> the protagonist is a black lady, and oh, really? there was a little yeah. bit. I seem to remember a bit of a disaster interview um, that, that <laughs> Squeenix came out and said, "Hey, we've we've you know we've done this to the character," and everyone's like, "That's just fucking racist." Uh, you know, they're like, "We've Ooh, we've given you know." I think they said uh, something. Was like, it something lost in translation? Or was I, it... I don't know. It, it, potentially, <laughs> potentially, but they're like, "Yeah, we've you know." We made the a first, white like, The first black protagonist we've had. No, I think they just used all of the wrong fucking words. They were like, yeah, we've given her, like, swagger. We've made her fucking, you know, like, jive. We made a ghetto. And you're just like, ah, I don't yeah, want to read mean, this. No, I, I really <laughs> hope the wrong things to do. really done them dirty on that. <laughs> I, 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 I want to read this. Find it, Lucy. Find <laughs> it. There, it. It does exist on the internet. There's, there's articles. Oh. Uh, oh man, I, I'm gonna track that down. But, that but, sounds hilarious. Yeah, um, but <laughs> Forspoken, Forspoken looks good. It looks yeah. similar to that of... big epic Unreal, uh, the Unreal Engine sort of demo that the Epic put out. Uh, you know, uh, oh, is it an adventure game? Kind well, of. Well, it's kind oh. of. Like, I suppose it's more of a platformy kind of thing. Oh. It's yeah, not a Final again, Fantasy. Again, no one knows. I mean, uh, it could be. Square Enix, of course, it could be. Yeah, it's definitely an action game, but yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure on whether this. it's more action RPG or whether it's more action platformer. Mm. Uh, a, a mix of all of that could be quite good because again, it does look quite good from the trailers that they put out. So again, that's one of those. Again, hopefully we'll get a bit more information about it because mm. that's another one of those that the trailers dropped and then like and it comes out in like June or whatever, and I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> like, there's no way you've made that game already. And like, yeah, it's practically done. I'm like, no. Uh, it's July. <laughs> it's it's well, not uh, ringing a bell. I mean, again, uh, if Square Enix are leaning into what they've been talking about in the president's kind of uh, start of year or end of year letter that he put out, oh, it's being God. made by oh, everybody yeah, else, uh, so it doesn't yeah, matter. NFTs, um, it, looks, it, looks, it looks a bit Devil May Cry-ish, I don't know. Yeah, in, in terms Maybe of not action, that. There's, a, there's a lot of these kind of games coming out which are a bit more of this kind of open world action with a little bit more of a platformy kind of uh, a vibe to them. There was another one where... Is this the trend a... we're getting for next gen? Yeah, absolutely, it is, it is. Is this particles, Rise? Particles everywhere. Son of Rise. Um, there, there was another game where there was someone who... I can't remember whether, whether they changed... They, they had lots of, like, swords around them, right? Super Final Fantasy. It's not a Final Fantasy game, but they had loads of swords around them, and the sword was, like, spiking up in different areas onto different characters, mm. and there was lots of a pla there was lots of platformy sort of sections to it. And it's not for spoken. I can't remember what that game is, is called. Um, is that the platinum one? Babylon's it might one? be the platinum one, because uh, that's also on the list. Because again, it's platinum. 
what they do is always relatively interesting to see. You're just nuts. <laughs> yeah, just because, again, one of those I'll wait for reviewers to drop and see mm. if it, it lives up to what they've shown off about it, because I, I can't remember that there, there's two platinum teams, there's the good team and then there's the <laughs> the other team. We, we, lo yeah. we lost control of this somewhere and I'm not sure where uh, team on platinum and it's not always the same team <laughs> from what I gather. I can't remember like which Project one this is going to be. So, yeah. okay, okay, who wants to play uh, black people stereotype bingo? Um... <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... Open in an interview or something, yeah. they described her as being very angry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on dear. the verge of prison. <laughs> oh god! Very yeah. hip hoppy kind of walk. <laughs> yes, that that's yes, yes. <laughs> Private. On the <laughs> verge just... of prison, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's brilliant. Maybe you just shouldn't have bothered with the screen. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you'd have to scratch that one off the list if it's uh, yeah. Another one for the... I don't know if that's worse than the NFT comments, though. That's what I, I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is I'm, worse I'm for humanity. The, the NFTs are worse because they're new. I'm just gonna... Yeah. They probably affect the environment more. The, the, yeah. the freshness bonus of being an irritant is quite new yep. yeah racism racism ingrained <laughs> into square enix for True. years obviously yeah, yeah. oh it's yeah the quiet man is something building. else yeah this is just like maybe you can even maybe like just push it into that like microaggression kind of yeah. <laughs> like even though no it's just full of racism. but yeah that's funny Stupid comments. Right, um, we're, we're we're running out of time this evening, Adam. Uh, round us out with a with a few more uh, or one more game, whatever, whatever you got. Yeah, uh, well, I'll throw two together. Yeah, Baldur's Gate three and mm. Crimson Desert. Uh, Baldur's Gate three is in early access just now. Yep. Uh, again, hear nothing but good things about it, and think, and that's one of those I went. Oh, well, I play in early access. Well, well, no, I'll wait till they're done, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I'll enjoy it like on that level uh, because again, just hear nothing but good things about it. And Crimson Desert is just very intriguing because it's from the the Black Desert MMO developers, yeah. but it's just a straight RPG from them. And again, they've not shown very much of it. But what they have shown was enough that you go, mm, looking forward to seeing more of that. Nice. So, and apparently it's coming out this year. I doubt it, but <laughs> apparently it is. It's one uh, of those so games. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, it's one of those they've said this year, but they haven't really shown very much of it yet. So, mm. Mm, that's fair. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, good, good. Lucy, we will jump to you. Mm -hmm. uh, um, what what highlights nice. have you got for the year? Um, none. <laughs> uh, Silk Song I, doesn't I, I exist, would... mate. It's it's gone. It doesn't, That's what it's, I'm it saying. I don't, I, I don't think Silk Song exists. First of all, and it's I I, th I think what I'm more excited about is the the, the hardware that I've got pre-ordered that mm. probably won't come till 2023 anyway. Um, but like the Steam Machine and the Play Date and stuff yeah. like that because. I was looking at the the games this year, and I, I think I think it, what it's gonna be is like 
yeah, I, I find out about a game, it gets put on Game Pass, or mm. I play it on itch.io, or someone writes a blog about it saying this is really cool, and it just comes out of nowhere, because, like, a lot of the big releases, uh, big to, because I, I looked at Game Radar's um, list, which is, you, you know, really comprehensive, they're, yeah. they're really good, um, and I recommend those if you're looking to see what you're excited about, um... There, there wasn't a lot. I, I, I think the only, I mean, Cur that Kirby game. I'm looking forward to seeing what it is. The open world Last of Us. The Last one. of Us one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the ones that I highlighted that are probably more known, other than just whatever's in my Steam wish list, some random indie um, that I can't even think about or people wouldn't know. Um, Kirby the Oxen Free Two. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward yep. to seeing what, um, you know, what that's about. That was a very like kind of not early indie game, but like that kind of wave of more, I guess, talky indie game. Mm. <laughs> and it's just like, I wonder if this still hold, holds up and see what they do for that. Um, Metal Slug Tactics. That was one of the ones that nice. I was uh, looking forward to. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge uh, side scroll and beat em mm. up. Made by the same people who did the Streets of Rage 4. I was about to say 2 <laughs> remake. <laughs> Streets of Rage 4 uh, game. Uh, gosh, two years ago. Yeah. Um, that Stray game, that cat mm -hmm. game. But that. I look at that and it's like, this, this may be a solid 7 out of 10. You know, it's like this might be everyone's excited about the cat, but it's just like it's a cat. It's just an alright, yeah, yeah. It's just an alright. And then the next game in five years' time, which is about a dog, that's gonna be a ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> it's like keener, isn't it? Like yeah, good, good yeah. seven out of ten game. Yeah. Next one yeah. they make is gonna be fucking brilliant. Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, yeah, that's what they're gonna make next. Yeah, um, I hope I hope they. I'm more of a cat person though, so they can have a cat game. <laughs> The goldfish game next. It's fine. Yeah, the cat. That that. Oh gosh, I just thought about it now. That the card game made by the action card game made by the person who made Donut County. I can't remember the name of that game. Um, hold on, let me quickly Google. Card just thought game. of that. Ben Espacy. The, the card game that is like it's like a turn-based card game, but each each card plays like a action in this like first person uh okay. world uh who's donut county ben esposito, ben esposito. yeah mm. so where is this game just tell me the name of the game his last game is dreamt it <laughs> well, I, i'm sure you sent out like who would we've you know in our group like this this is who wants to register interest for this? So Have we? I'm sure, I'm sure you did. Is it an Annapurna game? Yes. Whoa. I don't know what it's called. Why can't, why can't someone just tell me what it's called? It doesn't matter. Uh, the game from the <laughs> Donut County guy. Card game. FPS. Um, <laughs> F knows what it's, what, what it's called. That bothers me. Why can't I just Google it and it just comes up? Anyway. Um, that game. And other than that, yeah. Uh, the one, the Somerville, the mm -hmm. that's the one from the inside people, or, or, or one of the inside 
founders, you know, founders of what is it, Play Dead? Yeah. There's not much. There's not much. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 there's honestly not much. Um, I I know better to get excited about video games. <laughs> <laughs> I just wait for something to come out of the blue, like like something like Inscription, where I knew about it, and it's like, oh, that's a game from you know Pony Island, dude. Cool. I will probably buy that and play that, and then it's like forgot about it, and then you know. Um, just came back around and smacked you around the chops and just like yeah uh, is, uh, speaking of coming out of the blue mm-hmm. i almost forgot one sonic mm. frontiers cut his mic we haven't got time for this <laughs> open world sonic sounds like fun i mean they've they've just thrown out a very Does expensive it? lego set so if you if you really want to throw fucking sega and sonic some money you can go over that's there that's another but... one of the even if it turns out to be absolutely dreadful, Sonic. which, given Sonic's track record, is eminently more likely than it being good, <laughs> it's going to be fascinating to see them showing it off and giving trailers and stuff. Because if it is good, it's going to blow. <laughs> it's just going to be. Uh, it will never be good. <laughs> I I love Sonic as a child, and Sonic is one of those ones where it's like. I've never pre 180'd so much harder on a game in my entire life <laughs> than Sonic because Sonic was never good and I really enjoyed Sonic as a kid. I loved it. I played more Sonic than Mario as a kid. I love Sonic, but Jesus Christ, is it bad? <laughs> it's a, they're bad games. That's fair. This That's one fair. could be good. This could be the one that breaks the curse. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> there's there is a first person Annapurna game coming out loosely called Skin Deep by um, Blendo. Uh, who's oh, a quadrilateral the, um... cowboy? Oh yeah, that looks um, weird. Yeah, uh, it does look weird, yeah. but I don't think that's the game. If no. you go on Ben Esposito's <laughs> website, there's, there's no future games. Is. No, absolutely. Did it get so. cancelled? Card game. Let me Google this. Is oh, really is it neon? Is it neon white? I think that's ben, ben Esposito doing neon white. That sounds familiar. Which Let's is it, it is a card, which is a card game, but it's yes. a like more of a is it like a visual novel sort of style. Yes, I've one. just I've just gone on Twitter. Yeah, Neon White. Yeah, like turn-based kind of FPS mm. game. Yeah. yeah, Neon White. There you go. Neon White. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect. Um, <laughs> we got there. <laughs> we did get there. Just. Um, I, I I've got a big list of games. Um, I'll I'll, I'll just throw them all out there, and if there's one mm. that either of you want to we'll talk about, we'll we'll delve into it for a couple of minutes. As well, but we, we it, some of these are repeated as well. Uh, the first one's Horizon and a PlayStation 5. Hopefully, <laughs> if I can find one before Horizon comes out, shall I just register for you? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I've registered, mate, I've registered on all of the places, and then game is like, hey, you can have a PlayStation 5, but bundled in with all of this other shit that you don't want for 5,000 yeah. pounds. <laughs> like, no. No, thank you. Just buy the racing wheel. When Gran Turismo comes out in sixty years, I'm sure it'll still be compatible, yeah, and you won't it. need it's eight a... dongles. That, that's me in graphics cards. Every time, every time I look, I go, "Oh, there's one in stock," and I go, hmm. and then I check their RRP, and I go, "Fuck it!" Yeah. 
Like, is that you start to get tricked? Is that legal? Oh, yeah, that, that, that's one digit less than normal. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, no, graphics, graphics cards, out. graphics cards are a fucking market into themselves, aren't they? Because there's like a graphics card, and they're like, but we'll allow these five thousand companies to say, is this this graphics card? X or Y or A yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and these ones have just decided it's fucking twelve hundred quid. Brilliant! So now everyone's fucking decided it's point one of a gigahertz to the clock oh, it's speed. Fucking, it's nuts! Quid. And yeah, we've overclocked <laughs> it slightly, so suddenly it's twice the price. Um, anyway, well, the, the founders edition has two fans, but ours has three. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So my list, I'll roll through very quickly. Uh, Dying like two. Coming out oh. very soon. Very, very interested in that. What, uh, has Ma- that got a date? Sorry. Uh, yes. I know. Yeah, February. Know. February. Um, Marvel Midnight Suns, the Fire Axis um, kind of XCOM like but card based Marvel strategy game. Okay. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem. I love to play Tale Innocence. Yes. A brilliant game. Um, so looking forward to the sequel. Uh, Far Changing Tides. Again, a sequel to Far Lone mm. Sales. Potentially a sequel, but same kind of list, tone. Yeah. Looks brilliant. Uh, Oxenfree 2, uh, Somerville as well. Uh, Trek to Yomi, which is the Devolver, um, oh, more yeah. Kurosara-based um, black and white samurai kind of game. Uh, lots of kind of like 2D movement in the actual looks gameplay. So good, looks really good. Um, the, yeah. uh, the next one's The Garden Path, which is a game I backed on Kickstarter. Um, uh, I can't remember the developer's name, but Bristol-based. Um, so just down the road somewhere in the city centre, uh, but again a um, a much more chilled experience. Your character walking around an environment, uh, um, uh, cultivating the land essentially. Um, oh, yeah, so something that's a little like bit more Witchwood kind of chilled. Yeah. Uh, all hand drawn, I believe, as well, um, which is why it p- will probably take five thousand years to actually release. So uh, I don't know whether it will be this year or not. Um, something we touched on last year, Star Trek Resurgence, which is that narrative style Star Trek game. You know, I, I, we, we, we joked uh, about it with Lauren yeah. last year at some thing? point. I don't think it's, it's not a Telltale game, but it's like that <laughs> style. Um, oh, yeah. And it's a Star Trek game. That's what I want. Say that again, Adam. The Telltale not announce one of those as well? Is that separate? that was the Expanse, the worst? Yes, the, so Telltale are doing the Expanse, and there's another studio doing oh, a Star Trek X, game. It's X Telltale developers. Yes, potentially, Lush, but it, it does yeah. it does have a very yeah. bad Spock voiceover in the trailer. Ignore that. <laughs> it's more Star Trek. It's narrative Star Trek. I'd have yeah. loved it to have been set on Deep Space Nine. And yeah, you, and, and you're it, just yeah. like a Darbo girl, and you've got to fucking navigate life on Deep yeah. Space Nine. That's never. You just happen. need to be glad that your narrative game's not being made by David Cage, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder um, why none of us said we were excited for that. Uh, uh, let's look down my list. No, it's not there. Um, That's the one I went 180 on super hard, the hardest <laughs> I've ever 180 in a space of a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is trailer. intriguing. I wonder what this could be. And then, but the thing is, I knew it was the day came up, and I went, I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> I want that Amy Hennig one instead. Fuck, fuck all these other games. Yeah. Anyway, um, Stray is on my list. Um, Hellblade Two, Snow Sacrifice, Hellblade Two, whatever that one's right, going to be, potentially out this year. That's so. The next few games, so uh, Hellblade Two, God of War Ragnarok, uh, 
are potential this year mm-hmm. that I'm excited for. Um, I did North put East. down, and it, it ain't going to be this year, Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. Remake Part Two. I I, I, I I want that. I want it. I want it. But who knows? I didn't know it was twenty twenty seven. Yeah, this decade exactly. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Again, I think it's got a date for next year, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But Read Only Memories Neuro Driver is uh, Neuro Neuro Diver, not Driver. Yeah. Neuro Diver is is coming out, and I really liked. Um, is it twenty sixty four Read Only Memories? A really good game. So I'm looking forward to something else within that sort of uh narrative within that world so thank you for reminding me because i i have that on pc but i bought it on switch when it was like dirt cheap so mm. I, might, I might play that soon I'll do it it's really soon. good yeah looks it so i mean would would any of you like any further thoughts on any of those uh, that that's kind of my my list of things that may or may not come out. No, of the show. Like, I've forgotten half of them already because yeah. <laughs> you rattled through them. So um... fast. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben, that you didn't get a chance to delve into them properly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about them, them when they come out. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of them are... That's probably wise, yeah. You see, a lot of the, there's no middle ground where at that point where it's like, okay, we've we've got the game in former cover, other than like Horizon. Um, it's like. The even known quanti- quantities, it's like we know what Horizon's gonna be, we know what God of War's gonna be, mm. or there's just like Great. we have awesome. no idea what this game's gonna be, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like yeah. Somerville or you know, the Garden Path, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like so it's like a bit too early to tell with a, a lot of them, place. yes, yeah, mm. and everyone's delayed everything because of COVID as well, so yeah, we have even less information than we usually, usually we have too much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we we spent like a decade complaining that they keep putting out fifty thousand trailers, and I'm fed up of constantly being barraged by this stuff. And they, they were like, "Are you making games, still? <laughs> <laughs> guys? <laughs> Anyone?" That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I, I'm glad we're in that place where it's like yeah. something can just come out of the blue, and it's, it's like it's, it's, it's very eerie. But I do kind of like it because they go, "Oh, this game's coming out in July," and you go, "Is it?" <laughs> What? Yeah. yeah. No really? one's announcing anything because they're too busy putting NFTs in their game. Oh god. You might have. Yeah. You probably noticed there's no Ubisoft on my uh, list. <laughs> I mean, who even knows what they're doing oh. these these days? I don't think they even make games anymore. They've just decided they're going to Beyond Good and Evil and Joseph Gordon Levitt just to say. You can make art for the game for NFTs. Yes. Yes. They they leaned into it heavy. Right. They're like, hey, make this game for us. And we're like, good. Now we're in this whatever the... What, again, what was that fucking absurd term that the, the, the Square Enix uh, president threw out? Something like... Pay to um, contribute. Or pay to contribute. Play, 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 play to play contribute. To That's it. I know some people play to have fun. Who does that? that? That's ridiculous. I, know. I, I play when for... When I saw that quote, I, thought, I, I want to fucking self- strangle you. Self flagellation. That's why I play blasphemous. That's why people play Dark Souls, isn't it? They just yeah, love absolutely. being spanked by monsters. If for everyone who plays Black, uh, Dark Souls, Black Souls, Dark Souls. No, I'm being Square Enix now. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, they, um, they hate themselves. If if people, if you have time, uh, um, James Stephanie Sterling put out a, a recent video, kind of not not quite a rebuttal, but breaking down this letter that the Square Enix president 
put out about the future, about blockchain and NFTs and the future of how they may look at making games and funding their divisions and AI and what they're kind of going into. But it's, so if, if you, you instead of Bitcoin farms, we can have people mine gold like yeah. they did in World of Warcraft. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's one of those kind of things. It's it's if you are in a in a YouTube mood and you've got like an hour, right? Watch that and then go over to People Make Games and look at the few videos they put out about Roblox and how the development cycle works in that game which is a game of games uh, you know yeah. like dreams it's a platform where people make games on and, and stuff like this yeah the, the people make game stuff for roblox is, is on my list because i've seen uh, chris bratt on twitter talking about how they get leaned on pretty heavily to pull all their videos yes for it. yeah 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 completely i can't remember if it was before they published them or after no so uh, uh quinn's uh quentin smith who um yeah puts out um who, who does videos for those guys he put out the first video uh roblox basically told them or asked them to pull the video and there is an there is, again if you go into uh, um people make games page and you're, you're looking at any of these videos they will always list where all of this stuff is right so in the in the video description and they have an unlisted video where they do have a rebuttal to a rebuttal to their video that was put out by like a by someone a roblox creator that the corporation that make roblox pointed people make games to to tell them that they were wrong yeah and it's like a blog post on someone's website rather than like a corporate thing so there's layers upon layers upon layers of just joy <laughs> with all of this so it's if, yeah. if you if you if, if you've got a lovely sort of hour where you just fancy the game industry being shit then do that yeah. go and go to james stephanie sterling go to people yeah. make games and just revel just in the fucking debauchery to go on exactly Bye being fully aware of how shit everything is <laughs> <laughs> and then go over to kickstarter and look at cool games and back cool indie <laughs> games and go to itch.io and look at cool stuff being made by people instead rather than these big corporations just fucking all of us that's the thing as someone who's been like just completely bored of like everything AAA for the last several years and it's an outlier if something in that space interests me interests me in the slightest I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, hopefully it all just, like, collapses, like, in the 80s. <laughs> and then we just have cool indie games and nothing else. That's it. THQ instantly just gone. No, They made this the big comeback, one. just gone. Straight away. They, 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 they're still around, Ben. They're the cockroaches <laughs> of the uh, game industry. They'll be around forever. It's fine. Yeah, because they're not AAA, remember? They're just A. Double A. <laughs> no, yeah, not even double A. <laughs> just B. Yeah. C. Some, <laughs> they're somewhere in the alphabet. Who knows? <laughs> so good. They're in double A because they've had to go past Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was brilliant. <laughs> they've rolled through all the letters too many times. Um, perfect. So they are the games that um, that the three of us are looking forward to this year. Yeah. Whether any of them come out this year, who knows? Just very small aside, one of my, I don't have like gaming like resolutions, but one of my, usually, but one of my resolutions mm. for the year is like to start going through like my itch.io, you know, like, like you can make playlists on there or, yeah. or like folders and it's just like, I have like 200 games where it's like to play 
and it's like <laughs> I want to get through, I want to get through at least one a week because nice. That's where so much creative stuff is done. So yeah, absolutely, and lot tons and tons of small experiences <laughs> as well. Whether they're sort of demos that have gone on to become kind of bigger games or bigger experiences or are kind of in the works, you get loads of little tasters on yeah, each yeah. Of, of what people are able it's to make. A few years, like, you know, I'm sure we've had an HIO game in, like, one of our top tens, like, between mm. me and you. Yes, yeah. De years, Deconstruct so. Team must have featured somewhere in the last few but, years. Yeah, yeah. the, um, what was it, By Behind... Behind a something uh, one was in yeah behind every that. great one yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was in your top ten yeah. one yeah so yeah the sock pop was in my mm. last years good good yeah um so there's tons of places for everybody to go and look at cool cool stuff mm -hmm. um, so uh, th yeah they've been the games that we are looking forward to this year Lucy have you got any final thoughts on your beers for this week. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> mm, I like it. You know which one is an you easy know lead. Which one's yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't really judge the uh, left-hand uh, brewing one uh, too much. I've I've had beers from them before, and they've been. I think I had one that was like a. I think it might have had a beaver on the can. It was like a stout. It was like a, another milk stout mm. for, that I had one Christmas. That was really nice. But yeah, I can't really judge it too harshly because. You know, maybe I didn't look at when <laughs> it was brewed <laughs> and bought a pretty old can. Don't think it survived the journey that well, but, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But, yeah, I, I, the, the limestone one is really good, so it's like, nice. might have edged it out anyway. So, um, yeah, just like a really good traditional English ale. Like, the hops, those fresh hops, like, really come through, and it's like... Yes, like people should be using more English hops because we have good hops over here and that definitely showcases them and yeah, very malty, very bitter, just very old school and it's like that's the way I'm going nowadays. So mm -hmm. and, and yeah, I've got two more of these and I could wait till the next couple of weeks, but you know what? I'm excited. <laughs> I'm generally excited to try them. Um yeah, because yeah, because yeah, it's really good. Um, a great way to start off like the year because that's probably what I'm going to be leaning into more this year. Yeah, that, 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 that's the kind of beer that I miss. Like nice. not going to pubs and stuff like that. Never thought I'd say it. <laughs> I miss like old traditional English <laughs> ales. Yeah, so. no, good. yeah, really good. Good. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm I, going. I, I mean, of... it's close enough. Like, might be one on my uh, bucket list. Uh, my gradually increasing bucket list i need to visit this brewery which is you know already very long but you know Staffordshire, very close yeah it's not that far away yeah it's exactly. a day trip so, yeah. exactly yeah i just shouldn't or drive how easy is it to get to on the train probably expensive very but very easy no problem yeah <laughs> The only problem, yeah. Mm. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, hey, I've done a day trip to Cheltenham to go to Daya, so, yeah, you yes. know, in the car, yeah. you know, have a pint, hopefully no police are listening, <laughs> and then just, uh, yeah, driving that, so. I've done it, I've fine. done it. It's fine. It's, it's, you know, one unit, it's about a pint these days, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Wiper and True. 
the amber ale murmurations um the ginger new england ipa was just too ginger dominated Mm -hmm. i think it wasn't quite balanced enough this wiper and true hover is an absolute beauty of a beer um the the depth of flavor from it is fantastic it's got so much going on and yet it can be like here 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 and showcase all of these different notes that it wants to kind of pull out wiper and true just know how to make fantastic beer and show you everything that goes into it uh well you know whether it's a single hop kind of beer and they just want to mm-hmm. showcase just that flavor or they're looking at making something like this kind of amber ale and they're like we want all of these different parts to come out to you uh they're, they're very good at doing that so uh yeah the the, the murmurations which i think is a better beer than the previous amber ale or the, the previous mm-hmm. beer where they had the balloon on the front which was some kind of like bready uh beer but but this is this murmurations is really really good and it's an absolutely strong recommendation i didn't know murmuration was a real word i, I mean is it yeah beers are just beer right yeah, yeah, beer names are just whatever they want these days aren't they you yeah. could call your beer ipa and like, no one would know any different would they so when when like birds are flock flocking that's what it means oh like, you know, okay. Murmurations of birds. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. And fear of the balloon on the front? Is that what they're going for? Yeah, yeah potentially. There's no birds, but potentially flight. <laughs> Slightly related, I guess. I'm do, do you okay. want to be in a balloon that's having murmurations? <laughs> Probably not, actually. All these other balloons, every, like, thousands of balloons just flying all over the place. Scares the, scared shitless. Um, good. Uh, if you would like to talk to us about the games that you are looking forward to, or the beers that you've been drinking, you can do so uh, at Tanked Up Cast on pretty much all of the socials. Uh, I'm at Nova underscore 47 if you want to chat to me, play some games with me. Uh, Lucy is... Juicy Loose 9, literally everywhere. Perfect. Adam is... At Snack, that's A P T Snack. And if you want to bother Adol whilst he's in Canada, hanging out with his family, he's at the Omniarch. You probably should just tell him that you miss him. You'd like to see him yeah. on the next episode, even though he probably won't be on for about a month, roughly, something like that. Uh, he might even miss episode three hundred, <gasps> which is coming oh, up. No. And we have absolutely zero plans for, so be prepared <laughs> for uh, whatever that's gonna be in a few weeks' time. Uh, <laughs> next week though uh i believe if he's still available Ooh. we've got um lucy mentioned earlier points of bruce Stephen coming on the episode to we chat do. to us and, and, and join us for an episode so he will be here next week i think it's next week i think that's the date we put in who knows planning as I- you understand dear listener is yeah. not our forte <laughs> um but they've been the beers they've been the games that we're looking forward to and the games that we have been playing. We will see you very, very soon. Thank you for joining us. We've been tanked up. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ciao.